I don't know who's in charge of it or what it is, if it's like a headless monster. You know, I was pretty happy with that one of Gerbils the other night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a good pizza. Yeah. Fat wallets and empty hearts. Which... Fat wallets empty hearts. It's insane how little musicians get. So, um, yeah, if, if, if you're interested in supporting not just me, but any musician that you like, one of the best ways to do that, it sounds old school because it is, is purchase their music. Uh, purchase their merch, you know. Uh, hey guys, this is Mark from Rat Rod. Hi, this is Mikey P from Skell. Hey, this is Jeff from the Bell Jumpers. Probably just be, I mean, probably be cool because he's awesome. This is Jessica for the band Dimitis. You're listening to Pennsylvania Rock Show. Twilight wears me down When words escape me The fallen angel has come And in the silence She whispers songs 
What's up, everyone? What's up, everyone? This is the Pennsylvania Rock Show, episode number 682, coming at you live from MegaRockRadio.net, 107.1 FM, KFGD in St. Louis, Missouri. Music from the 412 in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. OdiesXL.com in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Rudu Radio on the beaches of California in San Diego. XRP Radio from Glasgow, Scotland, and Build the Scene Radio right here in Leechburg, Pennsylvania. With me tonight is Ellen from Warehouse 11. What's up, Ellen? Hi. Great to be here. So <laughs> I told you I'm so far I'm good. I, I almost nailed the time. Um, so <laughs> those of you that were tuned in to Build the Scene for the last about 10 minutes, you got to hear Radio 45 and their track Come Alive. Um, we also played Falling Into Red and the track Recognizing. And we ended that segment with At the Ivy Inn by Dan Gitkin and the 12-6. See, I even remembered that part. <laughs> um, nice. <laughs> so I'm doing it live in two different places. So we'll see how this goes, everyone. Um, with that said, I have some questions for Ellen. Um, where did the, did the band name Warehouse 11 come from? Well, when I joined uh, the band to start, the first iteration of the band, uh, it had been the Warehouse Blues Band. And uh, a fair number of those players were staying in it, and I was joining new but they wanted a new name for a new direction. Um, but I wanted to keep a little bit of the old name because you know it was building on uh, something that had already happened. Uh, so I said, well, we'll keep the warehouse part. And then it, it's true, it's a little nerdy. Uh, this was back when Stranger Things had first come out and somebody said, you should call the band 11. I said, well, that's kind of dumb, but Warehouse 11, that, that could work, so. That's where we came from. Cool. And, um, a little bit old, a little bit new. The, the track that we're going to play tonight is actually off. Is it an EP or a full length? It's an EP. Uh, it's a, a loose connection of singles. Uh, with digital publishing, everything kind of goes out as a single. But at some point, we'd love to gather everything up and do a, an album release. 
But at this point, it's just a string of singles. Uh, titled the album Warehouse 11? Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to start out with easy questions, then we're going to get to those questions that you, go, that you probably panicked about when you watched or listened the other day. Um, how, how did your current lineup come about, other than you joining? Like, I know that's um, a little harder for you, but... Yes. Uh, it, it started with, you know, what was uh, the, the Warehouse Blues Band. Um, I joined and uh, we did lose some, some other players and we brought in some new people and we lost them. And uh, uh, the, the current, uh, the, the last two to join were uh, the Blake brothers, uh, Dave and Brian Blake. And uh, we had met them at open mics and we needed another guitar player and we needed a drummer and they come as a pair. So <laughs> that was very convenient for us. Um, so, and uh, that was, that was back when we were a cover band. Um, and it turns out that Brian and I worked together pretty well, uh, writing music. So that's uh, when we decided to strike out into original music. That's, there was a little bit of a synergy there. So that was good. Um, since you brought up writing, what's the writing process like for you guys? Uh, well, it goes two different ways. Um, first way is I get a little sound file clip, uh, of an acoustic guitar. And very often there's uh, sirens in the background or the news is on in the background, but I get, I get the licks that way. And then I can write from that. Um, the other way is I write something just write it down, poetry, whatever, uh, and then hand it to Brian and say, okay, here's, here's where we're going. What, what can you think of that might work with this? And then we'll kick it around until it, uh, until it takes a shape. And then we take it to the rest of the band. And that's actually when the real fun stuff happens because the original vision doesn't always survive and it shouldn't always survive. Uh, you know, everyone else needs to have their, their part of it too. So, uh, it changes dramatically when everyone else starts playing it. And I like that a lot. And it's funny to me sometimes to listen to the recordings going back because how we play it live so often has changed even more. It evolves over time. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so this question kind of goes hand in hand with, with writing and recording. Um, what's, what's the best pizza you've had because you're a musician? <laughs> Oh, that is a fine question. Um, so we used to do an open stage at the Steel City Steakhouse, and that became a Caliente. And Caliente is always really good pizza. I remember going back there after the changeover to see if they were booking bands or anything. They're not, which is a shame. But I uh, still have a lot of fondness for that room, that space. And they kept a lot of the uh, – they kept the big bar and uh, – the tin ceiling, everything. Uh, so we stuck around, had some beer and some pizza. That's, that was good. But uh, I did volunteer at the Millville Music Festival this year. It was great. I was like, I'm going to go see Friday night anyways. I might as well volunteer, help out. Uh, I was working at the metal stage in the community center. That was a blast. And completely unexpectedly, some other volunteer dropped off like two gigantic pizzas, uh, Fox's pizzas. Nice. And we were hungry and crazy busy. And those were spectacular pizzas that night so thanks 
Um, I was there. I was there Friday night, but I was only there for um, one set. I was taking photos of Blackridge at the um, main main stage, um, and then I flew over to <laughs> Squirrel Hill Sports Bar and took photos at at their venue too. Um, yeah, <laughs> Millville was, was wonderful this year. It was great. There were a ton of people where I, where I was. It was. It was a little rainy on day two, but but it held well enough. It was uh, it was quite a time. Streets were full of people. Uh, so much great music. It was wonderful. Day two. I'm trying to think what the dates were on that. The sixteenth, fifteenth. I can't remember something like that. Anyway, day two. I was at um, Leechburg Pink Days Notes for Hope, where I was taking photos. Um, of the bands for the event. Um, but I've been to a lot of concerts. Somebody asked me earlier in the, probably earlier in the week, he's like, so what have you been up this to this summer? I was like, I kind of been on tour, (laughs) but Western PA rock. It's wonderful. (laughs) Um, let's see. A short question. Okay. If, if you could pick one songwriter to sit down and write a song with from the history of the world, who would it be? Ooh. Hmm. I wasn't expecting that one. That's great. Um, <laughs> I would have to say off the cuff, Elton John. Um would fit in well with the way I work when I just write all the words first and hand them off. That would be wonderful. I could just write this poem, give it to him, and all of a sudden it would be a complete song, and that would be mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. Very cool. I enjoy kicking the song around, don't get me wrong, but it also would be really neat just to be able to hand it off and 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 see where it goes on its own. Um, so what we're going to do next is we're going to listen to Uproot by Warehouse 11 um, on the radio. On video, you guys are going to find out about the tickets that we're giving away and the concert calendar and a couple other things. And we will be right back.
Okay, we are back with Ellen from Warehouse 11. Um, we missed her talking about pizza, among other things. <laughs> um, so the song we just heard was Uproot. This is your MTV storyteller's moment. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to start calling it the M- MFT412 storyteller's moment. <laughs> a little bit of a mouthful, but yes, <laughs> you, can, you can make it work. <laughs> Uh, the, so that one, I think saw the most dramatic change from the writing process to the finished product. Uh, when I had written it, it was a lot bouncier, was lighter. Um, and we just stripped it away when we started workshopping it. We just took, took it down to the bones of the song and then built it back up. Uh, with a lot grittier sound. Uh, and then when the Dobro came in, that really just set the tone for the whole song. Um, but uh, it just kind of makes me laugh sometimes that, you know, the song is, is supposed to be about uh, removing things from your life that are that are not helping you or hurting you, holding you back. And it it sounds kind of angry and it's not really meant to be angry, but it's it is meant to encourage you to to let go of things that aren't helping your life. I am. I'm not going to get into that, but that, that actually fits how my day is today. Um, <laughs> um, so what, what's your favorite thing that's happened while you've been performing on stage? Um, we already talked about the the Millville Music Festival, and I got to say that that uh, all the times that we've been there, that is always a great crowd, um, and that energy is really kind of what keeps everything going. Um, being in front of a live audience, you know, you can feel feel that coming from the crowd, and you gather up all the music and energy on the stage and give it right back to them, and that is a uh, there's really nothing like it. Uh, the double L bar where we were this year was just packed out into the street and, and you could feel it. And the whole room was just on the same, on the same wavelength, on the same beat. And that's, you can't get that any other way. You can get it at a, attending a good concert too. Um, but just that feeling of everybody being in the same thing together. Music um. binds everybody together. You said you were at the metal stage. Um, that was who, where I was volunteering. Who, right? Who, who stuck out for you there? What's, what's the band that everybody should go see? Uh, so I have uh, friends in a band called Winchester Ghosts, and uh, they played that stage, and they are absolutely amazing. I, I love their their music. It's, uh, I think they they call it stoner metal, but uh, it's very lyrical. And uh, the, the vocals are great. I love it. So that's what I'd go with. Now, did you have a chance to, to go visit any of the other stages? I got by Mr. Smalls. Um, saw a couple bands down on the main stage there. Um, went by the, the Garden Acoustic stage for a while. And um, a few others. I spent that afternoon just wandering around the gap stage of course uh saw a couple bands there too so i had a full dance card on saturday 
for the record, earlier I was talking, I'm, I'm shows backwards. I was talking about the Northside Festival when I said that I saw Blackridge. Millville, uh, man, I can't remember. I saw a bunch of people at Millville. Um, Dan Stone Rook was one for sure. Um, I don't remember who else. That was that was May. <laughs> yeah, that was a that's long, a long, long time ago. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I saw, um, wow, Victoria Fire, and uh, Stone Cold Killer. I can't remember who else. I saw a bunch. <laughs> It's, uh, it's great for that. Everything's walking distance. It's wonderful. Yep. I was at the North Shore Festival, too, and everything I heard sounded great. I'm really looking forward to them uh, building back up a little bit, get some more bands in there. But uh, everything sounded wonderful, and it was very well attended. So I, I do hope that that uh, comes to pass. Um, if you... If you could sit down to dinner with any four people in the history of the world, with the caveat that one of them is going to be a musician, who who do you want to sit down and eat with? Oh, usually people ask, like, what one person do you want to have dinner with? Yeah, that's easy. (laughs) (laughs) I actually stole this question from Mark Madden. (laughs) Um, hmm. Let's see. If we're going to go uh, musicians, I think that talking to Mozart would be fascinating. <laughs> um, so we'll add him to the dinner party. Um, we'll get some other fancy people in there. Um, uh, Churchill, sure. Here's some uh, war stories that we haven't heard before. Um Trying to think of who else I'd love to uh, ask some <laughs> very pointed questions of. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I'll have them bring their spouses, and then it'll be four. I. I <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, no, Mozart didn't have a spouse. He can bring Salieri. It'd be great. <laughs> what could go wrong? Um, who's your Dave Grohl? In other words, who do you want to go up on stage with and perform one of their songs? That's a very entertaining question to me because uh, my Dave Grohl would be Dave Grohl. Um, my goodness, um, I would—I'd sing the Pretender with him. I can—I can cover parts of that chorus. Uh, it'd be absolutely great. And he's such a uh, such a giving musician. Uh, all of his collaborations—it would be mind blowing. Furrows on video, mind blowing. Um, absolutely, Dave Grohl would be my Dave Grohl. Uh, the uh, the the summer breeze with uh, Tenacious D and Dave Grohl <laughs> and some other musicians, priceless. Very cool. All right, so we're gonna take another short break. We're gonna listen to um, A. E. Honick and the track "Back to Lovin'." Those of you on the video side, you're gonna get to find out who wins the Alice Cooper tickets. We'll be right with you. Hey everyone, so think you're weird, I think you're neat. It's the differences that make us unique. 
this crazy world we're sewn together. You and I, we don't agree. Could we go back how it used to be? Shake hands and agree to disagree. Yeah, can we get back to loving one another? How can we get back to where we're still friends? We all bow down to time and existence. So while we're here, let's be civil till the end. Many buttons to press. <laughs> okay, I was, so I was really hoping that one of the felax would win because you had three felax and two tickets. So I wanted to see what would happen. How did I figure out who gets to go to the show? <laughs> I am. Um, that was a lot. Um, usually we're we're a little lower, but um, I did a real big push this week. I'm sure you saw some of the posts, 
and um, we gained a lot of people. Um, we, we, as you heard, have a lot of cool concerts coming up that we have tickets to give away. Yeah, I would. I'm. I wouldn't want to have to choose uh, which night of the Four Chord Music Festival to go to. I'd. Oh, no. I I I dither. I'd want to go to both. So <laughs> that'd be fun. Uh, I have a but feeling. It's Cooper, so it's no wonder he had so many people want those tickets. Oh yeah, that's. <laughs> The four chord one, both of them have currently, uh, one has, I think, 14 entries and the other one like 16. Um, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't shouldn't try and get your, your chance. There's plenty to, of room on that wheel for everybody. Um, I did say the wrong address, by the way. It's musicfrom412.com slash contests. But you can find it from concerts. <laughs> okay, everybody so. Go put in an entry. Make it, make it a really big wheel. It'll hold a thousand names. I don't know how they fit on there, but it's, it says it'll hold a thousand. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, so Kiss has played in a bay in Australia to get great white sharks. Metallica has played in Antarctica. What is a non-standard venue that Warehouse Eleven should play at? Um. It would be a great deal of fun to play um there, there's a television show warehouse 13 you know the the kind of warehouse where you keep all the the weird antiques and uh supernatural weirdness items uh it would be fun to play on the set of that show uh with you know the uh, the ark of the covenant box behind us or whatever other strange devices they've stashed away on the shelves <laughs> I, when I was when I was searching for you guys, that that popped up. <laughs> um, uh, somebody is commenting. There are people commenting from the Facebook group, so I don't know who they are, but they thought Lily V Six was going to win. Lily goes to a ton of shows. <laughs> um, nice. Hi, Facebook. <laughs> so we're we're. Actually, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Music from the 412's website, um, buildthescene.com slash radio. We're all over the place tonight. We're global. <laughs> yes. <laughs> International, global, radio waves bounce off into space. We can be interstellar. That'll be great. <laughs> I mean, they have announced that they, they found biologic, alien biologics is how they worded it. <laughs> You missed where, that too. Yeah, um, yeah. Where was that? Somebody testified to the, to Congress about it last week. Oh, I'll have to go look that stuff up. Interesting. Um, yeah, but we apparently Mars. We got the moons of Saturn. It could be anywhere. Yeah. Just aim an <laughs> antenna straight out at the moons of Saturn, and we'll give them a show. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it, they must not. They must have visited here enough to realize they didn't want to be here because we don't see them very often. <laughs> No, get the the uh, the trails of them leaving very quickly. I'm sure. So. <laughs> um, what if if I went out on tour driving your tour bus? Mm-hmm. What music would we listen to in between tour stops? All right. Uh, 
I love to start with just one song and then see what the algorithm sends me. But I'm trying to think of what I would start with. Lately, the song that has been brainworming me is uh, Saint Motel, Just My Type. It's got a great horn line in it, real catchy riff. And then uh, it spins off into uh, local natives and get some Foo Fighters in there. Uh, my, my playlist is extremely eclectic, so it'll dip back into some Nina Simone. We'll get the, we'll get Fleetwood Mac. We'll get Led Zeppelin, uh, get some queen sing-alongs in the car, the van, the bus, <laughs> we'll upgrade to the bus. Um, it'd be a good time. Sing-along music. That's what's good for long rides. If you could pick any one musician and ask them one question. Who would you want to talk to and, and what would you ask them? <sighs> I would ask Fish from Marillion if he would have done anything differently in, from his early music career. He was... Uh, he was quite a odd showman. I just wonder if he'd what he'd change from back in those days. Um, he's still around. I could ask him, <laughs> but uh, I'm just curious. He does his own thing now. I wonder what he'd change. Yeah. Um. What are what are some places that Warehouses Eleven frequent? As, as venues so people can keep an eye out for you there. Uh, we played down at the Forge Urban Wine Bar in Homestead, Fairmount. Uh, we played the Wicked Googly and Ligonier, Fairmount. Um, that's a fun time. It's uh, Main Street there is always hopping. Uh, we, uh, we've played at the Bridge Music Bar in East Liberty. Um, I'd say those are the places we've been most often recently. Things got a little shook up coming out of the pandemic. We lost some venues that used to be uh, old haunts. For sure. Um, but we're, we're developing some new haunts. So I'd say those are the places you're most likely to, to find us these days. Um, if you, this question got me in trouble. We were talking about SOS. Um, with This one got me on Metal Night, Utah was interviewing me and turned this around on me, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> if you could build a super band from musicians from the surrounding scene, but you can't be in the band, you can only manage them. Who, <laughs> who are you going to put in that band? Oh, they'd be in trouble because I'm a terrible manager, but uh, let's see. Uh, have, uh, It's just so hard not to just take a, a, a group that's that's already assembled. Um, the Wednesday night crew at the R Bar, uh, Craig King, Arnold Stagger, and Twizzy on drums. I mean, we could throw some uh, throw another singer in there with them. Let me think of who that could be. Um, 
I don't know, I'm blanking on that. Craig can handle the singing just fine on his own. Uh, I, I, I would manage them, absolutely. It's great, that'd be a great, uh, great band. Um, Love to hear them next time I get a chance to go out on a Wednesday. <laughs> if you were given 30 seconds of national TV time to talk about Warehouse 11, what are you going to focus on in those, those 30 seconds? Whew. Um, that music is uh, for everybody and everybody's local music scene should be vibrant and everyone should get out and participate because music is better when everyone is making it and not just listening to whatever pops out of some pop lab in Sweden and then gets pushed out to the radio. Everybody should go out and make music. That's what I'd say. Um, so have you seen Black Ridge live? No, not live, sadly. So they, um, have percussion instruments that they bring with them and they go down to the crowd and, and pass out instruments and have the crowd play with them. Um, it's pretty That's cool. great. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. But, you know, everybody's making music. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, you don't. The, the saying that, that I heard once that really stuck with me is uh, the forest would be silent if only the prettiest birds sang. So everybody, get out, make some music. Go to your local open stages, open mics. Uh, get the guitar out of the basement or garage and tune it up. Just have some fun. It's good good for your soul. My, my kids are constantly telling me to stop singing. <laughs> <laughs> or well, that's or the other day I got, you're a little pitchy. <laughs> Ouch, that's a dagger. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're right. I can't sing, but. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Um, so where where can people find Warehouse 11 online? Uh, mostly uh, Facebook for social media. Uh, we have an Instagram and we're terrible at using it. That, that That's us. That's um, Warehouse 11 band. On Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else apparently was already just Warehouse 11. Uh, we are on Spotify and iTunes and uh, all of the YouTube, all of that. But uh, for interaction, social media, pretty much Facebook. Although you're reminding me that I should figure out how Instagram works and make it go. So <laughs> I will do that. But for now, it's Facebook. So. Charlie Doyle said hello to me. I don't know if that's also Charlie, but somebody <laughs> said, Ellen, hello, beautiful. Hello. <laughs> hey, right, last question for you tonight. Where All can right. we, where, where, what's coming up? Where can we go see you guys live? Okay. So August 5th at the Bridge Music Bar in East Liberty, they're having their anniversary party. And all of the bands, I think they start at like three o'clock. All of the bands and the interstitial DJ are all female-fronted bands. So uh, I will be on at 6.30 there, and that that's going to be a great time. That's a wonderful new venue in East Liberty. Uh, and then I get to go to the beach for a little bit of August, so we're, we've got some time off. But September 2nd, we will be down at the Forge Urban Wine Bar. Uh, looks like 1 p.m. We're not usually there in the afternoon. They must be having some wonderful event down there in Homestead. So that would be wonderful. All right, so that was Amy that called you beautiful, not Charlie. 
And someone has a question about you op- opening, being involved in a benefit show. That probably is Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Um, hit us up on Facebook and uh, we, we love to do benefits if we can uh, make it work with the calendar. Yeah. Uh, just go ahead and reach out to us. Thanks. Hey, right, so I want to thank you for hanging out with me on, on episode 682 of the Pennsylvania Rock Show. And hopefully we can do it again. Um, up next for you, we have some Dragonfly Effect with their track Infected, followed by a brand new song by the Slobber Knockers called DMD. Um, I believe that is the Slobber Knockers are um, a very punk band who writes songs about wrestling. Um, I believe it's Wonderful. about, um, I can't think of her name. She's on A&W, Dr. Britt something. Um, she's from Pittsburgh. And and then we're going to end things with some some very metal, hardcore, groove, metalcore kind of state of control, the album title, from Ironside. Also the title of the song, State of Control. And uh, we will see you next week.
Last show here on the Pennsylvania Rock Show for this week, State of Control by Ironside. Next week, join us for Crash Army in the studio chatting with me.